Hello, and welcome back to the All-Star Takes podcast. This is the first episode that has been posted in quite a minute. Um, we are actually re-recording this episode because we had some uh, some discussion about, we were doing something fun today, and uh, we're making actually a top, it'll be top 16 players you would draft if we were redrafting the NBA right now, players you would draft for your future. So the criteria that I think we both used. Um, I think the most important thing for us was obviously talent, but age played a big factor in our decisions. Um, what we both know who we drafted zero through 10. So we'll go through and kind of quickly recap who we took, why, and then we will give um, live to each other our last three picks each. But before we do that, we're going to quickly just talk about the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Um, again, Stick this episode out, please, because the draft is a fun time. Um, and yeah, so awesome. Why don't you start with the, uh, let's do the Western Conference first. I feel like there's less to say, almost, in my opinion, at least. Cool. Yeah. Um, happy to be back, obviously. Um, so it's, it's, we're recording this on Sunday, May 22nd. So game three of the Western Conference Finals is tonight. I imagine this will probably get posted either today or tomorrow. So it could be before or maybe after game three, but um, not too shocked. Uh, we talked about this off camera and actually the other day when we recorded this originally, um, I had originally picked golden state in six over Dallas. Um, you know, obviously we'll talk about Luka Doncic a little bit in our next segment, but obviously, you know, when you have a Luka, there's, you know, nothing would shock you. And so I wouldn't have been shocked if Dallas had, you know, upset golden state or taken it to seven or whatever it is. And they still very well may. Um, but honestly, surface level, I knew that Dallas defensively was going to be in serious trouble. Um, you know, I don't think they have anyone who can guard Steph Curry. I don't think they have, um, you know, enough firepower offensively outside of Luca, obviously as a Villanova fan, I'm a huge fan of Jalen Brunson and super happy to see him be so successful this season. But, you know, the warriors, are not the warriors of old, um, obviously Clay Thompson is, is definitely a step, you know, behind where he used to be, but, um, just too much firepower there. Um, Steph Curry had a great game in game two, but he wasn't even great in game one and they still won game one. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I think Dallas will win at least one game at home here, but, um, I just think defensively there's too many flaws there. Luke is amazing, but defensively he's, he's really not, um, you know, anywhere near that level on the defense side of the ball. And, mm -hmm. um, they're just not shooting well either. I mean, they, they actually shot really well in game two, um, in the first wow. half, especially when they got yeah. to that 20 point lead. Um, but you know, golden state kind of came back and, and I think that kind of, I don't want to say that kind of like crushed the life out of Dallas, but when you blow a, a 20 plus point lead on the road to go down 2-0 now, that's going to be tough, you know, for them to both come back now down 2-0 and kind of mentally too. So I think yeah, Golden State's. I agree. I, I think I'm still going to take the Warriors in six. Um, it, I agree that, that that game too was killer. Um, you know, I had told you, I think that had the, had the Mavs won that game before the game started. It's a, it's just a completely different series. I mean, totally. you reset, changes everything. You, re, you reset, you're playing a best out of five where three of the games are at home. Um, it's just completely different. Um, and obviously the way they lost, it's even worse. Um, I, I also said they can't get blown out, but I didn't expect them to blow a 20 point lead. That's almost worse. Um, that's just so demoralizing as a team. I, I don't see them coming back and winning the series. I still hope they do, but obviously game three tonight completely defines if they lose this game, it's done in five, maybe four. Oh, I do absolutely. think they will win yeah, tonight. Absolutely. That's all I'll say about that. Um, moving over to the East, however, um, the heater up two one. 
Uh, obviously, there's a game on Monday. Um, my thoughts about game three are just that I, I it's tough because I didn't really I can't believe that they won that game um, pretty much without Jimmy Butler. It was very impressive. Um, but also, I, I don't know what to take from that because they were not they didn't look good at all in the second half. Um, I mean, they almost blew an even more embarrassing lead than the Mavericks. Um, and Jalen Brown, my man, I'll talk about him later, was yeah. disgusting. Uh, he backpacked that team completely. Tatum was completely useless in that game. Um, it wasn't even like I, I, it was like he didn't even play. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't really know what to even think of the series because I'd still think the Celtics are going to win um, in seven. But I, it's so tough because that game just like I, I thought they were going to come back, win that game, and then take the next game and possibly end it in six. I still think they're going to win game four. And I think it'll be a pretty easy win for them. If I'm being honest, I, I'm pretty confident in that game. I think Tatum will have a bounce back game. Um, but I think this this goes seven. I think the Celtics win. I don't really have anything else to say about it. Um, yeah, I'll leave it there. Yeah. So originally before the series, I had said Celtics in seven. Um, I didn't really worry too much about them going on the road in game seven in Miami. Um, obviously that's an advantage for Miami, but um, I said Celtics in seven still kind of feel like that's what's going to end up happening though. Going into game three, I was actually feeling more confident that the Celtics would win the series in six. Um, I thought obviously not having Marcus Martin Al Horford in game one was huge for Boston. And it looked like in game two, when they got those two guys back, it was, going to be a completely different series. Um, the big thing for Boston is, is they're turning the ball over like crazy. Um, if you mm-hmm. look at the numbers, game one, which they lost on the road, they had 16 turnovers. Uh, game two, which they won on the road, they had nine turnovers. And then last night at home, they turned the ball over 23 times. Um, you know, that's just, that's outrageous. Um, it's an outrageous number. And they, they were down 21 points, um, at the, I think, at the end of the first quarter. Um, and then obviously Jimmy Butler got hurt, didn't come back at the end of the, the first half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Boston wasn't really able to take advantage of that until the fourth quarter where it was already kind of too late and they ended up getting it back to one, but, um, you know, Miami was able to close it out without Butler. And, um, I still think, yeah, still think Celtics in seven, I, you know, Jason Tatum had 10 points last night and I think six turnovers, um, which is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Don't see that happening again. I think he's going to have a pretty big game in game four, um, the one thing that I think we've seen from Tatum, especially in this postseason, is when the lights are the brightest or when they really need a game, Jason Tatum has really stepped up. And I think that's what game four will be. But um, I, honestly, a lot of credit to Miami. I'm a little bit, I'm not a hater, but I'm not really a big Miami guy. I don't think they're really that talented. Um, and then last night, you know, they were, they had a 15 point lead when Butler went out. But to be able to hold that, you know, on the road when Boston got hot in the fourth quarter without Jimmy Butler. Um, you know, Bam Adebayo was amazing, 40 points, I think 10 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll still say Celtics in seven. Um, but, th- but that one, I think, is, is absolutely going to be a seven-game series at this point. I agree. Um, all right, let's move into our list. So yeah. uh, why don't you start? Obviously, you're, you have the first pick here. Um, you know, we can keep pretty short uh, for most guys. Obviously, if you want to talk about somebody in specific, go for it. Um, but yeah, hop, you know, take us away, uh, you know, context again, we are redrafting as if we are a GM starting our team and this is the player we want for our future. Right. So, um, and like Josh said, we've, we've already done this when we had, we had to re-record. So Josh and I both know who our first 10 picks are going to be here or who the first 10 picks are going to be here, but I had the first pick, 
Um, and I thought there's only, like, only two guys to even consider here. Uh, but in the end, I'm taking Giannis number one. I think it's ultimately a pretty easy decision. He's only 27 years old. He's, you know, multiple MVPs. He's won a finals. So he's been there and accomplished that already. Um, you know, physically he's, you know, unbelievable. I, I'm not worried about his body breaking down. I've seen no signs of that or issues that he's had in his career thus far, which we'll get into with some guys down the road in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, basically like a, a walking 30, 10 and six every night, uh, maybe even more, you know, 30, 14 and six. Um, the dude just unbelievable. I think he's the best defensive player in basketball, um, as well as maybe the best or at least hardest to guard offensive player in basketball. So, um, I think I've got another seven to eight years of just dominance with Giannis. So he's Mm -hmm. my, he's my pick at one. All right. Uh, I agree. I have nothing to say. Um, as I said before, it's, it's, this is completely subjective and you're, you know, it's just the best pick. Um, my pick, however, is Luca. Um, you know, Austin briefly touched on it, but Luca just has an ability to dominate a game that a lot that, you know, most people in the league do not have. And he's, you know, 23 years old. Um, he is the second youngest superstar in the league, really. So, you know, it's kind of nuts that he's able to dominate the league like this already. Um, you know, you, you, there's very few players who we've seen do something like this. Um, so he's got a bright future and, I wouldn't want to build around any other player really um, personally. Uh, he's got some defensive woes some things to work on, but you know, he's an unbelievable scorer an unbelievable passer, a great rebounder court vision is crazy. You know, he's clutch. We've already seen a B clutch. Um, he's at multiple playoff game winners and, and, and game enders. So yeah, I'm going Luca. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, pretty Again, that was the other guy that I considered at one. I think that there's the only, I mean, I think if Giannis is one, then Luca is clearly two. Uh, I, I think I said this last time, but this is where the draft like really kind of starts to me because of that. Mm. Um, so I've got the third pick. Um, and with the third pick, I took or am taking uh, Jason Tatum. Um, thought about this one a lot, obviously, because like I said, I think this is where the draft kind of really gets interesting. Um, but here's my thing with Jason Tatum. First of all, he's only 24 years old, even though he's been 19 for the last like eight years. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> he's only 24 years old, but he has really kind of been there and done that at this point in his career. He's gone up against LeBron James in the playoffs. He's gone up against Kevin Durant in the playoffs. He's gone up against Giannis Antetokounmpo in the playoffs. And he's never really shrunk in those moments. So I have no fear about him, you know, when it comes to postseason success. Um, and then as far as just his body, you know, six, eight, two, ten. he's, I kind of, if I can build my team around a wing, I'd prefer to do that. I think we've seen in the NBA, especially in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, that's really the way to go. Absolutely. Agree. Um, and when I got a guy like Tatum who showed in this postseason, especially that he is taking a step up defensively, mm-hmm. um, and then offensively. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a guy who gets consistently is getting 25 to 28 points, shoots really well from the three point line, can create his own shot. Uh, is actually a much better facilitator at this point in his career than he was two or three years ago. So, um, I, yeah, I, I think for me, I, I'm comfortable taking Tatum three there. Yeah, I love that pick. Um, he's, you know, he's something special. He's, I mean, he speaks for himself. Um, hopefully we see a nice bounce back game in game four from Tatum. Um, but with my pick, the fourth pick, I'm going to take John Morant, um, you know, 22 years old, um, the youngest superstar in the NBA. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's everything you want from a player in terms of building a team. Um, he has a, 
I don't even know how to explain it, but like how I, you know, my opinion on it, but he has that, that like aura or energy of just somebody who knows how to lead. Um, you know, he's, he's on the cockier side, but that can be a good thing. If you build around it, well, the Grizzlies are building around it well with other players like him. So, you know, they, they have a, a clean locker room. Um, but you know, he's just, he wants to win. You know, you saw it with Andre Godala when he left and they all can't stand that guy now because of that. Yeah. That team wants to win, and he leads that team really well. You know, he, he's an elite scorer already, one of the best rim finishers in the league. Um, I think he could be a little bit better of a passer. I think he's a great passer. I think his court vision, it, it's it's tough sometimes with him because I feel like he's selfish in a good way. You know, I feel like sometimes I would want him to pass, but he makes a crazy shot, and I you, you kind of look at it, you're like, all right, well, he, he still scored, so I'm not going to be like, you're, you know, it's a bad choice. Sure. Uh, and B does the same thing kind of too, but – He's just a great player um, all around. Um, you know, he's he's just getting better. Um, he's becoming one of the best, you know, scorer passers in the league. So, yeah, Ja. Yeah, I think Ja's a good pick here. I mean, my only issue with Ja or concern with Ja is just that one of these times that he jumps, you know, out of the gym, he's going to come down wrong in his leg, and, and that could be that could be it because the, the things that he mm-hmm. does, it's crazy. It's amazing, but it is it is a little bit scary. Absolutely. Um, and so hopefully his body holds up. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the talent and age, he's, he's an easy pick there. Um, so at five, I took uh, Devin Booker here. Um, struggled with this one. Um, you know, went back and forth between him and, and one or two other guys. Um, taken Booker, um, because first of all, he's only 25, but he's been in the league for six years or actually I think seven years. I think he came into the league when he was 18. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's young, but he's got a ton of experience, obviously, you know, went to the finals last year with Phoenix. So he's been, you know, really battle tested now in the postseason. Um, and I, I'm getting a guy who can get me 20, 26 points, you know, four or five rebounds, four or five assists every night. Um, you know, he's an incredible three point shooter. He can create his own shot. Um, you know, a good teammate some issues with Booker, you know, it, it came out a lot in this postseason, especially he did not do a great job when he was doubled. No, um, he did not. Not at all. It's ironic. I remember that video from a couple of years ago in the summer when he was running pickup and he was complaining about yeah, getting doubled. I think it was like, doubled. I think it was like Joaquin Noah or someone who was like there and was like, mm-hmm. dude, like you get doubled in the NBA all the time. Like shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did not do a great job handling doubles. And that's going to be something he doesn't have to really work on, but I think Phoenix obviously was a huge disappointment this postseason, but I, I blame Chris Paul for that way more than I blame Devin Booker. Yeah, same um, here. You know, I think Booker's got some stuff that he could do better, but again, I'm getting a 25-year-old who has a ton of experience, who's an incredible shooter, um, and who I just know will get me 25 points. So I'll take uh, Devin Booker, fifth. Yeah. Um, my sixth pick is a hot pick. People are going to be mad about it. Yes, it you is. know who it is. Um but with the sixth pick, I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. Um, so the reason I did this for a couple of reasons, and I, you know, I don't love him, but I just feel like he's an underrated player as a whole. Um, he's 26 years old, still extremely young. Um, he's getting better on defense. His defensive rating has gone up a lot in the last two years. Um, you know, I, I briefly mentioned Austin before. Carl Anthony Towns is probably the best big shooting, sorry, big man, three point shooter of all time. Um, and I don't even, I don't really, I don't really think it's much of a competition with anybody else. He shoots the three ball better than half. I mean, he, he won the, the three ball. point shooting contest. Exactly. So he shoots the three ball better than like 80% of the league. And he's a big yeah. man. It's crazy. He's wildly efficient. He shoots over 50% from the field. He can score 30 points. If you need him to score 30 points. I mean, he's a great player. I, I think that he has his, uh, his issues. Um, he's a little soft. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he, 
you know, and I'm talking on the court, I've never commented on his off the court stuff, but on the court, he gets bullied a little bit and, you know, but he talks, he talks, he does back up his talk a lot. So I don't really, I don't, I'm not too bothered by it. So yeah, I'm going with him. I'm not even, I'm not going to think twice about it this time. I'm going with, with cat. Yeah. I wish, I wish it's a shame that we are re-recording this um, because of our issues with our file, because I wish I could have had my genuine reaction when you were taking him <laughs> sixth. Um, I mean, I don't yeah, think we'll it's like, out, later. <laughs> I don't think it's like outlandish, right? I don't think it's like the worst thing in the entire world. I just, yeah, I think he's a little bit soft on the court. I just think of the picture of, you know, him trying to back down Joel Embiid. And if you zoom in on his face, it looks like he's starting to cry. Yeah, um, like he's going to run away. You no, know, but, but certainly offensively, he is absolutely skilled. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's totally fine. So I've got the seventh pick here. Um, and this is kind of a pick that goes a little bit of a different direction. Um, so what I did here is I kind of, instead of weighing the future quite as much, I thought about a guy who I think over the next three to four years can still get me a ring. And I think if I was a general manager and I could say, Hey, this guy is going to be the best player in the league or one of the best players in the league, at least for the next two or three years. I think at this point, well, who has been, you know, who's already been taken. It was worth the seventh pick. So I took Kevin Durant seventh. Um, you know, he's only 33, which is certainly old, especially for, you know, this, um, this, you know, sort of thing, but we just saw what LeBron James did at what 37. Um, you know, obviously I think LeBron James, I said this last time, but physically held up better throughout his career than Kevin Durant has so far. Durant has had a few, um, you know, pretty big injuries. Obviously the Achilles was huge, but even some like, you know, more serious knee stuff that's, you know, cost him just six weeks this past season. So I wouldn't say his body is, is quite to that level where I could assume he'll do what LeBron's doing at 37 at, at 37. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think going in the next season for me, he's the second best player in the NBA or maybe third, uh, um, you know, depending on where you put Luca. Um, but you know, I, th- I think he's that level player. I think he's still a, a very high level defender, especially when he wants to be in the playoffs Agreed. offensively. I think he's the greatest pure scorer of the basketball of all time. Um, so I took KD here. Obviously, I'm sacrificing maybe three or four years on the back end for the possibility to win a ring in the next three years. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, I'm gonna I'm following your trend there. I think it's a good idea to take a player in this in this draft each who is on the older side in the top ten. Um, I'm gonna go with Curry. Um, you know, Curry's in his middle middle thirties as well. Um, I don't know. He's 33, 34. I think he's 32 or 30. Really? Uh, he might be. No, he might be older than that. Actually, I think he's 34. Well, while you figure that out, 34, Curry, 34. Yeah. Curry is just in, he, he's the best shooter of all time. Um, you know, that video of him making that dagger three over Luka Doncic in game two is officially my new favorite video of all time. Crazy. Um, crazy. Uh, for he's anybody so doesn't he's know, so good. For anybody doesn't know, they were up, um, like what, like eight or nine points, like a minute, minute 10 left or so. And he got a, a kick out from Clay, and Luka came to try and guard him, and he just launched a three over him. And like he turned around before before the ball's even like the ball's like seventy percent of the way there. It's not even close to the basket, and you can he, you can see his mouth. It says night night, and then starts doing a, a sleep celebration sleep, yeah. as he's backing up before he even made it. He's just he's just like that. Like it makes you hate him sometimes, but it's also you can't you, you can't hate him for too long. You can only appreciate like what we're seeing. Um, we live in an era. I've talked about this before, and I'll talk about it later. But in another podcast, we live in an era where I truly believe you know, in the last 25 years, the goat of every sport 
um, is in, you know, is in our, in our era, or at least debatably the goat of every single sport. And Curry is just up there. I mean, he's a, he's, he's arguably a, a top 15 player of all time, you know, and that's yeah. just unbelievable. You know, you don't see that often. So, you know, I just appreciate him and I wouldn't want anybody else. People say he's not clutch. That's just false. Um, so yeah, Steph Curry, I'm taking him. Was that eight? That Curry? Boy, yeah, that's eight. That's eight. Yep. All right. Um, you, all right. At nines, this is my last pick that we did last time. So the last one that Josh will know. Um, and this is one that I definitely went a little bit off the beaten path um, with, but at nine, I took Anthony Edwards, um, which it, honestly, I really battled here between taking Anthony Edwards and Joel Embiid, who is still available at number nine, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, but I went with Anthony Edwards. A um, couple of reasons for that, honestly. First of all, and this is the biggest one, the guy's 20. So, you know, we're talking about guys who are, you know, young. And we're talking about, you know, guys who are 23, 24. I mean, he's a baby from an NBA perspective. Um, he is a freak athlete. I mean, this is a dude who could have played D1 football and just chose basketball. Um, but he is strong. He's fast. He's athletic. Um, and he's just a legit scorer. Like, he's, he's an unbelievable scorer of the basketball. He averaged, I think, 22 points a game this season. Um, but he improved a lot from year one to year two offensively. Um, and I, I really, I just loved what he did in the playoffs. Like I know Minnesota I lost, um, to a Memphis, lot. a lot, a lot, but they played great. And Anthony Edwards, I think had like 25, four and four, uh, in that series. Um, and I, believe no, I think Minnesota is just Minnesota is going to be really good next year. I, I think they're going to be really, Me really too. good. Me year. too. So yeah, this, these are Anthony Edwards numbers in the playoffs this year. And those six games against Memphis, 25 points, four rebounds, three assists on 46% shooting 40% from three. I mean, that's, that's awesome that's i mean mm-hmm. and in the play-in tournament in that play-in game he had 35 and 2 on 45 percent shooting from three so mm-hmm. i just think he's a legit scorer um and i'm getting unbelievable youth you know i'm getting a 20 year old who Correct. if he continues to pro- you know progress he's not even really close to his peak yet so you know what's he going to be when he's yana or sorry you know jason tatum's age you know who knows so i'll take i'll take a little bit of a risk that he never gets there but he he clearly has you know the potential yeah i agree I absolutely agree with that. Um, <clears throat> all right. My last pick that we know, um, oops, shoot. my last pick that we know is Jalen Brown at 10. Um, I'm really, I'm even more happy about this pick after game three. Um, but <laughs> Hey, he did turn the ball over seven times though. He did turn the ball over seven times, but I'm not really, it, the first half was a mess. I mean, I, I, we could have played better basketball in the first half of that game. Um, but point is Jalen Brown is, amazing at basketball he's overlooked as a player uh, people when people talk about the celtics all you hear about is jason tatum jason tatum is the next coming of 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 michael jordan um in the eyes of the media but i think jalen brown deserves just as much credit as tatum he's a better defender than tatum he's a, a worse scorer and you know a slightly worse passer but he's just a dumbed down version of tatum offensively but a better defender he is the definition of a two-way player you don't get that often He's still extremely young in his mid twenties. I mean, or 20, he might've just turned 27, but point is he's still, he's still very young. Really? Or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I think he's younger than that. He's 25, Brown's 25, yeah. 25. Okay. So he was the 25 or the 27 year old. It's different. I know who I'm thinking about now. So um, yeah, he's 25 years old. I mean, that just makes it even better. Uh, he just showed, he just dropped what 40 points on 14 of 20 shooting. So what's that? 70%, 70% from the field and 40 bomb in game three of the playoffs when they're down 26 at one point. I mean, that's just ice, ice in his veins. I said, when we recorded this the first time, when Tatum goes cold, he gets hot. 
Uh, and so, yeah, Jalen Brown, I think he is going to be a superstar for a very long time. I really do. So he's got, he deserves so much more all-star credit. It's ridiculous that he's not in the conversation as an all-star every single year. It blows my mind, but he's, he's coming. He's on the way up. People are starting to recognize this playoffs. Had they won yeah. that game? He finally, we got in his media article. That's the sad thing. Yeah. He's, I mean, I, I brought this up before and I don't have the stats in front of me now um, because this was on the last pod. Um, and I clearly closed down my uh, computer, but um, just go back and look if you're interested in Jason, or I'm sorry, Jalen Brown's postseason stats. Um, obviously he missed the playoffs last year with an injury, but his statistics in the postseason, even going back to like 2017, 2018, when he was like 20 um, are like unreal. They're absolutely unreal. Like he's, he's extremely efficient. He shoots the ball really well in the playoffs and plays, like you said, two ways. Um, so it, I was kind of surprised when you first said that last time. And then I, I didn't take me long to be like, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. Especially at this point. So I got the 11th pick. Like I, like we said, we're going to go now through 16. Um, so this is where Josh and I kind of left off last time. So we talked about it a lot in the last pod and both of us multiple times thought about drafting Joel Embiid and, and didn't kind of like in that six on range. So I'm going to take Joel Embiid 11th. Um, and I'm kind of doing it begrudgingly. Um, you know, it's something against Joel Embiid, you know, he's only 28 years old. It's just his body. I don't know if I'm getting six years or two years, you know, Mm -hmm. I have no idea with Joel Embiid. Um, I can't blame him. I I don't blame him at all for, you know, getting smacked in the face and breaking his face essentially, but it's just another thing every year with Joel Embiid. And that, that could literally happen to anybody. Anybody, Of course. The problem is, is that the one year that you don't have the back or the lower body, you get a broken face. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's, you know, we're always experienced and not to mention the torn ligament in his finger, you know, before that. So it's always something with Joel Embiid. Um, I feel bad for the guy because honestly, in the last two years, he has done everything he needed to do to get in better shape, to not be fatigued and to, you know, potentially not get injured. And it just still hasn't really worked out for him. Back to back MVP. He's my MVP. I think Giannis should have been the MVP this year. I think Jokic should not have. I think Jokic been, should have come in third. But anyways, point I, is. <laughs> but yeah, with Joel Embiid, I mean, I'm getting a guy who is is going to give me, you know, 30, 12, and five every single night. Um, an unbelievable, probably one of the three best defenders in basketball as well. Um, a, a sick rim protector. But I mean, if you watch some of the stuff he did in the playoffs, even when he was switched onto guys uh, at the perimeter, you know, he has no issue doing that. So I'm getting a legitimate top five player in basketball here at 11. I just, I got no clue, man. I, I, I might get no playoff series out of the dude for all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate, but I'll, I'll go with Embiid at 11. Yeah, it's a good pick. I'm not, I mean, nothing wrong with it. I want to take him a little bit higher, um, but I just decided to go a different direction. But I think, mm, you know, I struggle here because I, I, there's a couple guys whose names just really keep flashing on my list here. I know, I know. Um, and I'm going to go with this player, even though, all right, all right. I'm not going to take, yeah, all right. I'm going Trey Young at 11. Interesting. Um, all right. Trey Young is 23, extremely young. If you haven't told already based on my picks, I love the young picks. I've picked a lot of randos, but Trey Young. Um, I mean, we saw last year's playoffs that Trey Young does have a clutch factor. He does. And so I think that he is. He's good. He's just going to get better. You know, he's been getting, he's been getting better um, constantly. 
uh, you know, his shooting percentage went up. Let's see. His shooting percentage went up almost two and a half percent. And his three point percentage went up 4% this year. Um, he averaged 28 and a half points per game, almost 10 assists, 9.7 and four rebounds. That's an underrated season. Actually. I didn't even know his numbers were that good. I didn't even need to see his numbers because I just knew that, you know, he, he's like that, that Knicks series last year solidified him as somebody who can lead a team. He would need another superstar. Like yeah, another he, needs, he needs another legit, he needs top another legit to actually win, but he's yeah. had success in the league already. Um, which is more than a lot of players can say. So I'm going Trey Young, get another, get him another superstar, and I think that he could be an NBA final winner. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Um, I'm worried about him defensively and just his so size, I. but um, you know he's been there, so I I totally get that. Um, Thirteen battle between a couple guys here, and this is a guy who two months ago I don't know if I would have considered here, mm-hmm. but I'm taking Brandon Ingram. Um, at 13. Oh, I forgot about Brandon Ingram. That's a great pick. It's a great, yeah. Pick. No, I'm super happy about it. Honestly. Um, he's only 24 years old, which is yeah, shocking. So young. Um, but this is a guy in the regular season, 23 points, seven or six assists, six rebounds, um, in the playoffs, you know, I think new Orleans really shocked a lot of people. They pushed Phoenix. They went to six, his postseason numbers, 27 points in that series, six assists, six rebounds on 40% from three, 48% from the field. I mean, he was awesome in that series. And at the end of the season, I think getting CJ McCollum really helped him. And if Zion Williamson, who hasn't been discussed yet, and I hope isn't because he's a loser. Um, if he, he decides to stop eating his way through America and decides to like play basketball at some point, I mean, yeah. seriously, I, I can't, I'm, him and Ben, I don't Simmons, like him either. No, I don't just like him need either. to go somewhere else. But if he decides to like, I don't know, do his job, um, you know, that really might help Brandon Ingram as well. So I'm happy to get Brandon Ingram at 13 here. Um, Cause again, ton of experience now a wing, good size, great shooter. And he's only 24. So I'm going to leave. I, I like it. I actually really like it. Brandon Ingram. I great player. I, I don't even, you said everything, but I'm going to leave one of your boys on the board because I don't want to take him. I want you to talk about him because it'll make me angry. And I love arguing I, you about this player, but I don't know who I'm going to take. You're going to take him. Listen, I don't think I am. the two players I'm avoiding here um, at, at 14. And I don't think you're going to take either one of them, but I'm going to avoid them. Paul George, I'm avoiding because of injuries. And yep, Kyrie, I'm avoiding because of Kyrie Irving. Me too. Uh, yep, same. Both so were I'm avoiding off both of those players. And there's a couple other players in that, in that arena. I'm between a couple guys, but I'm going to go with Zach Levine here um, at, at 14. Because here's my thing with Levine. We, we have, he has dominated as a scorer for, like, what, five years now? Three, four years now? He has been an elite scorer for years now, since 2018. He has been an elite scorer and he's last year. He was unbelievable. I mean, last year's season, Zach Levine would have, uh, he could have been in the conversation for an MVP on a random year. His numbers were ridiculous. He shot over 50%. He shot 42% from three average, almost 28, five and five. It's crazy. He took a step back with DeMar coming. That team was great. They weren't quite good enough to get anything done. I think that Levine though, if he gets in a new situation could be amazing, like really, really good. Similar to Trey Young, he needs another guy. I don't think any of the guys outside of the top 10 are going to be able to get it done alone. But he's an amazing player. He's still he's 27 years old. I like Levine. I really do. Okay. Yeah, not shocking. He was on my like list of like 20. I, I ended up expanding my list to like 22, 23 guys. And then mm-hmm. I just kind of went there. I never really considered him in this point, but I don't think it's yeah, I mean, I think absolutely it's it's a fine pick there. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea who you're talking about, by the way, for me here. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my last pick and this is a guy who I didn't even really consider last time, but once we decided to expand it, um, I'm just going to kind of go with him. Um, I'm taking Kawhi 
at 15. that was the I knew it. I knew it. I literally just this was, up. This is who I thought I was gonna take. That's the guy who I thought you were gonna take. I was I didn't take Kawhi because okay. I knew you were gonna take him. <laughs> I mean, look, me nine months ago, I would have had Ben Simmons 10 picks higher. It's crazy. I just did this listen to him talk about Ben Simmons, but I can't stand the dude anymore because of mm-hmm. him not playing. And then he's the Kyrie Irving Zion Williamson. I got no idea what I'm gonna get. Um, I'll take Kawhi. He's only 30. So, you know, I took Kevin Durant. He was 33. Mm-hmm. Kawhi coming off of an ACL. So that's a little bit of an issue. But if he's healthy, I think I still got like five years of just really high level basketball, two way player, been there. He's a champion. He can shoot. He can create shots for other people. He's an unbelievable defender on the wing. So I'll take Kawhi uh, my last pick here at 15. All right. So I'm between three people. Um, I'll tell you right now, I'm, you know, don't kill me people. I'm not going to have Jokic on our list. I, uh, I didn't take him either. Screw I don't like guy. him. He can't play defense. A, I don't like him. He cannot play defense. He can't win. I, I don't simply put centers cannot really win in this league. And I just don't like him. I'm cool taking him beating cat because I like their game better. I don't, I don't like Jokic's game. I know that he is, he is, his passing is actually, it's unbelievable what he can do. Um, with a ball in his hands, but I'm just not going to take him because I have a and we're haters. Vendetta. Let's be honest. We're haters. It's I'm fine. a hater. Like I'm just being honest. It's I'm cool. a hater. It's fun That's to hate that guy. So my last two that I'm between Jimmy Butler. I really like Jimmy Butler. Like, I think it's a great pick. Um, he's showing this playoffs, this playoff run. If they, if they win the, the finals, this will be one of the greatest playoff runs of all time. The numbers that he's consistently putting up is, are actually scary. Like what he did to the Sixers should not have been legal. Um, they're just, he's been nuts. And so I, I, and again, like Jalen Brown, he's one of the very few legitimate two-way players in the league. Um, and I appreciate that. He's amazing. However, he's 32. And that's the yeah. only reason why I'm not taking him. I'm establishing now. I'm going to take with my last pick, similar to your Anthony Edwards pick. I don't want to butcher his name. Cause I, I don't remember how to spell his taking SGA. I'm taking SGA. Dude. I almost I took last pick. Listen, yeah. SGA is I love the pick because of the fact that he's 23. He's yeah. like Anthony he's awesome. Edwards. He's awesome. He is so young, okay? Like extremely young, 23 years old. And he's already played, what, four years? Four uh, years. Yeah, four. I mean, he was with the Clippers before Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. This is his fifth year. Um, he played a, he had a, he was a role player in, in LA, came to OKC. He immediately almost dropped 20 points per game that season. Um, he got hurt the following year and he was having an amazing year shooting 51 and 42 were his splits with 25 points per game. He got hurt, only played 35 games. Um, and then last year he also missed a lot of time, but he played great again. So he's got a couple injury issues already. Keep in mind, I think injuries. Oklahoma city milks that stuff right now because they, they do don't want to win. Stuff. They are not trying to win. Right. So, he and they probably, rest him sometimes. Exactly, and I, I forget exactly what his injuries were, but if I remember correctly, he was on and off a lot. Like it wasn't yeah. like one big stretch. So, yeah. you know, he's an amazing player. He's 23 unfortunately Canadian, but he, he is, you know, he's a scorer and similar to Levine, he's going to need help if he ever wants to win anything, but I think like he's going to take that next step. So round it out with SGA and that's, that's, that's it. That's our episode. I like it. I like it a lot. So we got like two and a half minutes here, but so basically Giannis went one, Luca two, Tatum three, jaw four, Booker five, cat six, KD seven, Steph Curry, eight, Anthony Edwards, 9, Jalen Brown, 10, Joel Embiid, 11, Trey Young, 12, Brandon Ingram, 13, Levine, 14, Kawhi, 15, and then SGA, 16. Real quick, too, the fact that Sam Presti got the Clippers to not only give them like four first-round picks for Paul George and also throw in SGA in that deal, mm-hmm. if the, Clipper, the Clippers right now would take SGA over Paul George straight up. 
So I don't know about I mean, that, but yeah, well, for the future, for the future, for the future. Yeah, I mean, right. my well, they've won nothing, and now yeah, they got two for the, aging for the stars. I, I thought about Paul George as well, but I love, I, I actually, I've grown to appreciate Paul George recently. Me too, just me too. Really but the, the difference between Paul George and SGA today, but ten years, is ten years is, bare, is minimal. He's, he's and then you got, yeah, yeah, they got no um, future now. So yeah, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we kept this one kind of short. We rushed through a couple points, but that's just because we wanted to get through that list. Um, we're excited to do that. We're gonna do that kind of content more. Um, but yeah, if you guys, if anybody wants to get on, shoot our Instagram a DM or either one of us personally or text if you know us personally, obviously. Um, so yeah, thanks again for listening, and we will be back very soon, sometime this week. Yep. See you guys. Thanks.